Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I explore something unexplained, talk about what it is and look at what else it could possibly be. Research is done as academically as possible and the references will be given after the stories. This week I'm looking at my favourite mystery, The Lost Colony of Roanoke. In 1587, North America was still a new place to the British. Of course, they wanted to explore and settle all at the same time. Three years earlier, in 1584, Queen Elizabeth I had given Sir Walter Raleigh a royal charter to establish a base there so that the English could raid the Spanish fleets travelling from their colonies further south. Raleigh had already travelled to an island near the mainland of North America and built a relationship with some of the Native Americans there, the Croatoan, returning with two of them so that he could explain how they lived on the island. His second expedition was a disaster, with Raleigh's men and the Croatoan fighting because the Croatoan were enraged about the English exploiting the land and the resources there. Fifteen men stayed behind on the island to protect the fort that Raleigh's men had built and, in doing so, protecting Raleigh's claim to the island. In 1587, Raleigh sent a third expedition. He chose his friend John White to lead the expedition and made him governor of the colony. White and 115 settlers travelled across the Atlantic Ocean and arrived on the island in August. Roanoke Island is off the coast of what is now North Carolina and is found in Dare County. The settlement is believed to be near the town of Mantio. The difference in this expedition is that women and children were included, indicating that the plan was to settle the island properly. Upon their arrival, the only evidence they found of the previous settlers was a single skeleton. John White spent some time repairing the relationship with the Croatoan people, although some refused to meet with him because of the previous fighting. White's daughter, Eleanor Dare, gave birth to a daughter soon after the colony landed. This baby, named Virginia Dare, was the first English child born in the Americas. Later in the year, White returned to England, planning to return with some more supplies. He tried to get back to his family as soon as possible, but the war with the Spanish came to a head and the Spanish Armada attacked in 1588, delaying his return. This attack turned into more war, preventing White's return to Roanoke for three years. He was finally able to make the passage back to his new home in 1590, arriving on August 18th, which was Virginia's birthday. He returned to a deserted island. Nobody was there, and there was no sign of a struggle, and there was no evidence of foul play. In fact, the only clues anyone could find were the word Croatoan carved into a fence post, and the letters C-R-O carved into a tree. All of the buildings had been disassembled, which shows the colony was in no rush when they left. White had instructed them to leave a Maltese cross in a tree if they were forced to leave, and White never found one. With the clues, or lack thereof, White assumed they'd moved to Croatoan Island, 
now known as Hatteras Island, which was nearby. He couldn't go and find out right away though. The weather turned bad, preventing him from going anywhere. The men with him refused to go with him to look for the missing colonists when it cleared up, causing White to give up on the search and return to England with his men. The missing colonists have been investigated a lot. In 1602, Sir Walter Raleigh decided that he wanted to find out what happened after Francis Bacon criticised his indifference towards the lost colony. He hired his own ship and paid sailors to focus on the investigation. They managed to reach the island, but didn't get to look for very long due to a storm, which forced them to return to England. The storm may have been fabricated, since Raleigh would be able to legally maintain his claim on the island if the colonists couldn't be proven to be dead. He was unable to go back to look again because when the ship returned, Raleigh was arrested for treason. He had been involved in a plot against King James I and was imprisoned in the Tower of London until his execution in 1618. After Raleigh's investigation, Bartholomew Gilbert also attempted an investigation. A storm blew the ship off course and the shore team was attacked and killed by Native Americans. The rest of the crew returned to England empty-handed. As early as 1605, the belief was that the colonists had integrated themselves into local Native American communities and assimilated into their lives. However, the colonists of Jamestown, a later settlement in the same area, reported that the missing people had been massacred and also reported seeing people with European features in Native American villages. This was the end of the investigations at the time. The missing colony seemed to be truly lost until 1834. Historian and statesman George Bancroft published his account of what happened in the book A History of the United States. His descriptions of the colonists, especially of Virginia Dare, paints them all as important and foundational figures in American culture, which captured the imagination of the public. In reality, the colonists had little importance in the culture of North America, with Jamestown being the well-established first colony. Roanoke's legend was thrust back into the limelight, forcing it into culture as one of the biggest unsolved mysteries of the modern world. Between 1937 and 1941, several stone carvings were found on and around Hatteras Island. Known as the Dare Stones, they were believed to have been carved by Eleanor Dare. The stones are said to be written stories that explain what happened to the missing colonists and also personal anecdotes from Eleanor to John White. To this day, there's a division about whether the Dare Stones are a hoax or not, although at least one of the stones seems to be authentic. In 1998, the Croatoan project began. The project has researched the colony and provided archaeological evidence that supports the idea that the colonists assimilated into, or at least stayed with, the Croatoan people. This information is compounded by the discovery of artefacts that seem to have belonged to English settlers 
in the remains of Croatoan villages. Another project began in 2007. This project collects and analyzes the DNA from local families to determine whether they could be related to Roanoke colonists, local Native American tribes, or even both. There is even a tribe called the Roanoke Hatteras tribe who identify as descendants of both the Croatoan and the Roanoke colonists by the way of the Hatteras tribe who actually did descend from the 18th century Croatoan tribe. At some point, a map was discovered. It was drawn by John White and began a re-examination of the lost colony. The map had two patches on it that seemed different. At the time, there wasn't a way to erase mistakes on a map, so it was common practice to take another piece of the drawing material and paste it on top of the mistake. However, the first colony foundation in Durham, North Carolina, sent the map to the British Museum. They looked into the patches and discovered a red and blue symbol hidden behind one of them. The symbol isn't labelled, but it looks like it could be some sort of fortification. Eric Klingelhofer of Mercer University in Macon, Georgia, suggests that some of Raleigh's exploration of the area was a state secret and that the patches were to literally cover up some of the information in case it fell into the wrong hands. Finally, in 2016, the acclaimed show American Horror Story dedicated a whole season to the mystery. During the season, a couple moves into a house in North Carolina. They are plagued by a slew of spirits and eventually leave the house the first half of the season is pitched as a documentary with reenactments and interviews being the whole show. It pivots in the second half, becoming a reality show and seeing the cast of the reenactments and the original couple returning to the house in North Carolina for a few nights. The show explored the missing colonists during this portion of the show and includes witchcraft and John White's wife, Thomasin as a murderous woman intent on only destruction. It's a very loose depiction of what might have happened because of the nature of American Horror Story. The word Croatoan is also a big part of the story. It seems to have a mystical power to it and appears in other mysteries. Edgar Allan Poe is alleged to have uttered the word on his deathbed in 1849 after his mysterious disappearance and subsequent reappearance. In 1888, the infamous stagecoach robber Black Bart allegedly etched the word into his prison cell before he was released, never to be seen again. Horror author Ambrose Bierce apparently slept in a bed with the word carved into one of the posts and disappeared in Mexico in 1913. The ghost ship Carol A. Deering's logbook had the word written on its final page when it ran aground on Cape Hatteras near Croatoan Island, but the ship was empty when it was investigated. When Amelia Earhart's journal was found in 1937, it was reported that she had scribbled the word into it before she had disappeared. The mystery is still alive today, and archaeologists seem to be finding more evidence to show where the colonists went if they didn't stay with the Croatoan tribe we seem to be ever closer to getting an actual answer from the findings.
Now, there are a number of theories that follow this mystery. Some of the theories are mundane, some are a bit dark, and some are supernatural. The first theory is is that the colonists got sick. North America hadn't seen some of the illnesses that the colonists brought over with them, but that could also work the other way around. The flora and fauna may have been very different between the two places, and with no prior knowledge of the area and their governor departed for England, it would make sense that the settlers would have to turn to the land for resources, which could have made them very sick. Not knowing how to deal with the sickness, they would have likely tried to get help from the tribes in the area. The amount of people in the settlement would have overloaded the villages around, so it's generally assumed that the colonists split up to get help. It doesn't exactly explain how or why the settlement was taken down. If they were sick, how would it have happened? Another theory is that the colonists tried to sail back to England when they realised that they were out of supplies, only to fail and become either lost at sea or sink in the Atlantic. I don't know if there were any ships left at Roanoke, so I don't know whether that was a possibility at all. It would be assumed that some of the people left after White returned to England would have known how to sail, but if they didn't, it would make sense that the people on the ship would become hopelessly lost. Nothing has been found to that end, so we don't really know if they chose to leave by ship. It's possible that the colony was massacred. The investigators from Jamestown reported as much, but it's assumed that they meant the native people who could have massacred them or even executed them for witchcraft. Due to the war with Spain, it's entirely possible that the Spanish had travelled up from Florida, where they had settled, to take out the first English colony. It would explain why the town was deconstructed and why there was no Maltese cross in the trees. They wouldn't have gone anywhere because they wouldn't have had a chance to. The few who may have survived likely ran to the villages around the area to seek refuge. Back on the subject of sickness, there are reports from the native tribes suggesting mass hysteria. They say that the colonists were fighting amongst themselves. This can be caused by multiple things. A bad crop can cause problems with mental health. Food that has turned bad can do the same. It's entirely possible, but White left because the colony was running out of supplies, so it's not likely. This next one leads into another theory. After the revelation that Jamestown had at least one case of cannibalism, it's possible that the Roanoke colony also fell prey to the acts when they ran out of food. If that continued past a few days, it's entirely possible that a few would leave and then the rest would be eaten until only one member remained. This member would then likely have been left to starve to death. The native tribes wouldn't have allowed them in, potentially being wary of the bad spirits involved in the act. The linked theory to the last one is that the colonists may have been affected by a zombie apocalypse. They were likely cut off from the other villages on the island, so zombification could have occurred without anybody knowing about it. Again, there's not much evidence to go by, and it doesn't make sense considering the town had been dismantled, and I don't think zombies can do that. A weird theory is that colonists were turned into trees by evil spirits that resided on the island. There's no other information about that, but it's suggested that the carved words were a signal to say that the Croatoans had caused the transformation, 
there are another couple of theories that use supernatural forces to explain it. First, the evil spirits that the Croatoans believed to haunt the island possessed the colony, driving them to dismantle the town and leading the colonists to their death. Second, that the colonists were the victim of a witch's curse. Some anthropologists believe that the colony was sabotaged by Sir, by Sir Francis Walsingham, Queen Elizabeth I's Secretary of State. Known as the Queen's Golden Boy, it's possible that he resented the publicity that Raleigh was getting and made sure that the colony would be stranded to discredit his rival. A possibility is that the colony itself was abducted by aliens. This isn't such a strange theory, since alien involvement shows up in a lot of mysteries from the past. I don't know personally, and there's no evidence to back it up, of course. But it's possible. Something that was a fictional account, but may have some weight to it, is that Virginia Dare survived and was eventually turned into a white doe. It comes from a poem by Sally Southall Cotton, which was written in 1901. It tells of how Dare was taken in by a local tribe and renamed Winona Scar. However, a witch doctor is rejected by her and turns her into a white doe. Although it's a fictional account, people claim to see a ghostly white doe around the area. As of 2022, the mystery is still unsolved. With all of the research being done into the mystery, we seem to be inching ever closer to finding a definitive answer. Evidence seems to suggest that the colony was scattered, but the details around it are vague. For now, this is going to have a big question mark, because there's no way we can fully solve the mystery of what happened. The story from this episode came from a history hit article called The Mystery of the Lost Roanoke Colony, a Britannica article called The Lost Colony of Roanoke, and a history collection article called The Lost Colony of Roanoke. Theories from this episode came from a National Geographic article called Have We Found the Lost Colony of Roanoke Island? A Little Things article called From Witchcraft to Alien Abduction, 12 Theories Why the Roanoke Colonists Disappeared in 1519, and a Weird History article called utterly fascinating theories behind the vanishing Roanoke colony. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is still being overhauled and I'm still uploading one transcript each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you are welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do that. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open a new email, so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. Next week's episode comes out on February 16th, so hold on and...